Hi, how's it going? Love Hi, how's it going? Thank you for joining uh, Millennials Third Eye. My name is Joe Castro, and we're here to discuss a bunch of topics. And after a long period of time of thinking and collaborating with a friend of mine, I, uh, I finally felt the push. So a little bit about myself before we get into different subjects. I'm 27. I, uh, I started my spiritual journey when I was 17, but also when I was younger. But at the same time, at this point, as to where I stand now, um, it's funny how life works because people seem to ask you questions. And I had a good friend as well ask me, who are you? And I realized that you think you know who you are, and we're always evolving. But um, I know more now about who I really am versus who I was then. It's kind of funny about the synchronicity and um, how life goes about. I'm a chef. I, uh, I recently moved back home from Florida to New York, and I'm on my journey right now. And uh, joining me is a friend of mine, Maria, who I'm going to work on the topics with and collaborate and go over different points. I really want to talk about spirituality. I want to help people in their different times of, of um, need of help, basically, because sometimes we're looking for simple answers, but really maybe sharing experiences will give light to that and other things too. So let me go ahead and learn how to do this here because this is our first episode. And uh, no, no, no. it should be this one. Hello? Hello. Hi, Maria. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Joe? Good. It sounds like we just were on the phone a minute ago, right? Yep, we were. Well, we're here now after um, the on and off of maybe I'll do it, maybe I won't, maybe I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, no, so, I'm glad. It's time. So we were mentioning before about um, basically where we stand. So where are we now and how's the view? And you definitely know from the traumatic event that I went from going through different levels and then kind of taking a step back and realizing. Mm -hmm. And over this period of time, I kind of felt like my true self, which was the soul awakening, which I had never thought of till I actually came across it. And then there's, you know, this feeling of I need to do this but then I put it aside. And we were just talking about earlier preparing for the show because we're, we're getting excited, you know, excited over it. But um, mm-hmm. if I did it at that point, I wouldn't have the information I have now to do it now, if that makes sense. It was only, what, a month ago? Right. Well, when you first started talking about doing it? Yeah. No, it's been a little bit longer than that, the idea anyways. I'd say at least a couple months. So I would like to talk about our friendship first and then go into where, where you stand, where we stand. But we actually, um, why don't you share it? Go ahead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. How long is the show? <laughs> um, <laughs> well, we give the brief. <laughs> Cliff notes. Um, okay. So, my parents, me and your parents, um, since before I was even born, and uh, they reconnected because uh, social media 
definitely helps with that. So my mom reconnected with, with your parents, and um, I ended up friending you on Facebook on your 18th birthday to wish you a happy birthday. And, um, yeah. yeah, the rest is history. <laughs> now, it's funny how, because what really actually finished the push for me to actually go, I'm going to do this was um, this podcast, and I want to go into another episode, but there were several episodes that shared different things and different topics, and one of them was different personalities and relationships, how to handle them, and where to go from there. And I was talking about how the personality traits of a toxic person, the different levels, and to go back really quick, we had a moment where, you know, I had a relationship with someone, but at that time, I, you know, honesty is the best thing for me to um, share. This is the point of reaching people and teaching them things and different viewpoints. I was playing mm-hmm. games. I was a younger guy. And I was going, you know, I'm with her, but no, I'm leaving, and I was telling you something else. So I'm listening to this podcast, and they're talking about toxic people going, oh, my God. You could be toxic mm-hmm. at different times. So, you know, right. at that point in time, I overthink, and you know that. So I'm listening to this podcast going, you know, they're, they're sharing different methods on how to avoid or what to do and proper ways to go about it. I'm going, well, how do I get out of the toxicity? How do I do it? <laughs> so it was more, more of this push and also the synchronicity of different things happening that just shocked my life. And what blew my mind was, I don't know if anyone, you know, there's many people that have gone through this, but you'll see one 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 two 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 three three three. Now, the thing, Christy, before we begin to that, where I talk about it, is it's amazing how far our relationship as a friends came since then. Because most people oh, yeah. would think, you know, oh, that was it. Because you were like, what did you tell me? If you lie to me, that's it. <laughs> I just wanted honesty. That was it. Honesty. Like, I wasn't trying to be unrealistic. I just wanted, I mean, I was young, too. You know, that was what? It was years ago. I was like. Well, I guess almost 10 years ago, I guess. No, it would be, yeah, close because 18, 19, and now you're 27, almost 28. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I forget. <laughs> but how how far life comes about to the point where, you know, I recently looked back after everything going, wow, if this didn't happen here, that wouldn't have happened mm-hmm. there. And at the time you're yeah. thinking, but why does this have to happen this way? Why did I have to do, right. why do I have to go this way? I, you know, now I have to make another decision to go left or right. And you look back on, wow, I actually made a good decision because if I didn't do that, what would have happened? And I don't a lot know of scenarios if I would call it a good decision. <laughs> but I knew enough about you from that short time to know that there was a lot more to you than that situation. So, well, yeah, that's. That's the important wisdom. part of this. Yeah. And no, the other. I mean, <laughs> go ahead. The other thing too was, <laughs> um, you know, I realized too is that we come in, in and out of toxic personality, where what's going around us and how we're acting, and it goes into something else too. But if you think about it this way as well, which I, I was like, wow, why didn't I realize this yet? <laughs> but I'm glad it's it's coming it's coming to me now. But um, what if we didn't come into contact with these people that are so-called toxic or they're negative? We wouldn't take 
something from that, even if it's a relationship, right? Um, I had a recent one, not not the previous one, the one before that was a couple of years ago. Um, although things ended in a in a sad way, they always had sad, sad but um, they ended in a drastically way. Drastic. Um, I took a lot from it, the pros and cons, what I learned from that person, what she taught me, um, what I did wrong, what I actually critiqued my personality was that things I didn't even realize I wasn't doing or was doing um, to the point where even in the hospitality industry, um, I remember her saying, you know, say, say please to the bartender. I'm going, you know, or, or the server, waitress. I'm thinking, wow, you know, I didn't even simple things, paying attention to a personality yeah. uh, more than just the relationship going, Oh, we're okay. We're happy. You know, asking questions to the other person in deeper thought. Um, so right. what if we didn't meet these people? Right. What I want to yeah, talk no, about, you definitely you know, take, take something from everybody that you meet. For sure. Well, we, we can only hope, right? Um, <laughs> I wanted your point of view with that being said, with looking where you are now and talk about, you know, let everyone know what you do and where you, where your uh, business is and where you were before, but what you think now, if you didn't have taken those steps? Oh, man. Well, okay. So that was a a two-part question. Um, So right now what I do is I build and create nautical decor and furniture. Um, So that keeps me pretty busy. And as far as, like, where would I be? (laughs) Hang on, word that to me again. Where, Where would I be if I didn't what? If I didn't have, um, like, the relationships so, that I, like, meet the people well, that I Well, no, in, in general, like, like life. So, you, you, where you are now, um, yeah. you know, you're kind of about, you're in the balance of things. But mm-hmm. versus looking back now, before the yeah. business, you, know, you did a lot of travel. What did you take sure. from it? Like, what if, what if you didn't have, what are the pros and cons from that? What if you didn't do that? Oh, or, gosh. I mean, you know, I've, and, I've learned and, <laughs> So much. Like, I mean, even just the last decade of my life has changed me. I mean, I, I look back and I'm like, wow, I, I'm, I'm a different person, not, not in a bad way, in a good way. Like, I've been in some really bad situations, just tough situations. I mean, you know, it's life. But the people that I've met and the decisions that I've had to make and um, really, I mean, just my spiritual journey too has has been pretty incredible um as far as the people that I've met and people that have approached me that have have said things to me that there's no way they could have known um you know it it's made me stronger it's made me happier I mean it's it's exhausting but um but I, I mean I wouldn't change it for the world you know, like like you were saying, I used to travel for work. So every week I would be in a different state and a different city and exploring. And, uh, you know, sometimes you get to those points in life where you're like a losing faith in humanity because you just meet, you know, one too many jerks and they rub you the wrong way and you're like, I just don't get it. You know, I don't understand. Like I'm a nice person. I act nice. I act polite. Kind of going back to what you were saying before. Sometimes you just don't even think about it. And for me, 
that has never been a question. You know, I'm, I'm going to be polite to you, but you don't always get that back. So, you know, for me, I just figured, you know, I'm, I'm who I am. And I, I didn't understand why I would have people, it almost seemed like go out of their way to be rude. And really, I just kind of feel bad for them. And I hope they find their way because it kind of just showed me that, that I'm more content with where I am in my life. Even if things aren't always perfect, you know, you have to find that balance and that peace, um, you know, to know that maybe not everything's right and good and how you want it right now. But, you know, it's, it's, it has to happen in order to get where you want to be. So that's, that's kind of what you were talking about. Um, I don't know if I really answered that right or not, because when I think about the last decade, I mean, that I could, I could just go on and on really about how no, my life has right. changed, but yeah. That's cool. So, what, um, what actually, so I'll, I want to be really honest with people listening because I think it's my whole goal was to, um, bring light to people who are going through a hard time or, you know, they're not just mm-hmm. looking for something spiritual where yeah. I was too looking for, um, basically more information because of what I've been through and what I was going through. Um, right. So basically what I went through and, you know, uh, being spiritual for me is I'm empathetic, sensitive. Um, mm-hmm. I know that there's my gift of hearing and seeing, but I don't have that balance of every day. Like, you know, it's on, it's on, it's on, it's on. Um, I began to follow what my friends were teaching me and showing me what I had to learn and being confident. And I did that to the point where I became very patient when I moved to Florida and living on my own and had my studio and being alone made me think about everything, like, you know, where I, where I was and what I took from everything and how I used to think. And I became more, um, basically what's the word I'm looking for? Just, nurtured myself right so mm-hmm. i was single for a couple of years and i i didn't want to just get into a relationship where i was i'm not about attraction i'm you need that personality you need the, the energy the connection conversation someone who's going to balance you and i remember one night um asking my guide to show me like something what are they what are they going to look like who's the next person if there is and because i like to ask silly questions and i actually remember seeing her um her appearance and I went oh wow she's different than what I would usually go for but it's not I go for different things as long as there's the connection and I wound up meeting her and it was simple you know dating uh, dating app but there was that conversation and long story short basically there was that deep connection and trials and tribulation with everything but through trauma what happened was you know I shared the story with you how things came about is unfortunately she had taken her life and that was the hardest so far in my life. What I've had to go through is I began to question everything. You question, well, spirituality, you question um, religions, you question life's purpose. You're going through all these things. Um, and in the beginning it was very strong. You know, I had to, I had to try to be strong. But what I wasn't prepared for was this um, this soul awakening. Um, well, there's different names for it. Life, is, life uh, ascension, soul awakening, fifth dimension, all different things. And 
I didn't realize what I was going through till um, the sequence of numbers. So the weird things that happened were I was picking up things that she used to say and I couldn't figure out why, such as she felt tired all the time. She kept seeing the numbers 111, um, lots of anxiety. And I, I felt, you know, in the relationship I was considerate. I didn't want to – it wasn't about, oh, you have anxiety. Well, so, so what, you know, it's it. I took that into consideration because I cared about it. Um, and in any relationship, there's always different aspects. So even mm-hmm. me talking about it, I feel comfortable now, but there's different things, and I don't want others to think that, you know, oh, it's so easy. You went through it. So what? Um, but basically what I was saying is I was picking up on things that, you know, she said that I was feeling. And there was other spiritual moments where I also – had seen things and it was, it was a different, different topic, I guess. But the, the number sequences drove me nuts because what was happening was, it was funny at first, 111, 222, I wasn't sleeping well in the beginning. And I remember you were asking me, did you fall asleep yet? Um, mm-hmm. I was wide awake, days, maybe three hours. But I was seeing the, the sequences till it made me sick, and I was going, "Where I have to look for what's going on because this is not normal. I don't. Remember, I've never seen this right. before consistently." I went on YouTube, and I was looking at videos, and I was thinking, "You know, this isn't the answer. It's not it." To the point where I came across Soul Awakening, and um, Light Workers, Angels that were reincarnated. My belief, you know, and I'm sure you agree the same way, is that we we are reincarnated. I feel like everyone is kind of a light worker in a sense, but there was all these mm-hmm. little um, value traits of how you know this is you. And I'm going, uh-huh, yeah, that's me. Mm-hmm. That happened. I did. That's what's happening now. So I'm going through different waves to the point where I'm, I'm realizing now that I was trying to hold on to whatever was little left of me through that trauma. And I went to um, – a really nice place here in town that they have a, a spiritual shop and they give readings. I said, you know what? I, I don't give many readings out for, you know, in different places. I would like to do it there. And I had the opportunity and it wasn't that place. It was my life lesson that had to happen because the, the one reading I had there, the guy sat down I said, hi, how are you? And I started it and the energies just shut down. So I couldn't read them. But I'm looking back going, what happened? What happened? What happened? The real answer was this life lesson through the um, soul awakening. I had to understand and learn from listening to this video that I was trying to hold on to the old me, trying to prove the ego part, trying to prove that I'm still, I'm still there. I'm still holding on to this, this old part of me. And what I had to understand too, is that this transition into the newer aspect is um, and I don't know everything. I'm not um, perfect at explaining things. And I like to encourage people to also look into it, too, if they have any questions, they can. But by letting that ego go, now you can see basically a whole new vision around you of it's not just about, it's not about material. It's not about what you can do or what it, – it's an opening to acceptance and sharing your light, basically. What is your purpose? And I'm going, yeah, what is my purpose? So um, <laughs> I realized then it wasn't just, you know, me losing my mind or me losing my gift or it was me ascending to this 
bigger acceptance, which I, I truly appreciate now. But it's still it's still a difficult um difficult to go around when there's not many people to explain or help you through the whole thing. Right. I think we've all asked ourselves some of those same questions, though. Well, well, there's a lot of questions that I remember asking, and now it's more about accepting, which is, if you know me, for me to, I'm very thick-headed, very complicated. So this is a new way for me where accepting it and not being impatient has right. shown me even more even even the um this blog talk radio. I wanted to do it then. It's just a perfect example. I wouldn't be able to talk about what I'm talking about now versus then. I, I didn't even know what was going on. I, I thought I was going crazy because right. I was not only depressed, I had this huge wave of anxiety. Um to the point where I'm thinking, I thought I knew anxiety, this is really anxiety. Um so Realizing that, I'm going, okay, so now that I know this, I had to fight myself. And I had to fight myself consistently to the point where I didn't know how to get out, how to move, how to get in the car, or basically get to where I wanted, but I didn't know where I was going. I was just fighting myself so bad. And I had to let right. it ride out to the point where um, I appreciate it now. Yeah, you got to be ready. So the other thing, too, I wanted to ask you is, well, first I want to figure out, I'm still learning this whole system. It says seven minutes uh, on air, but I think there's a commercial because I think it says we have night, we have more time. But okay. your spiritual aspect, we were talking about this, the connections we used to have, even though we didn't talk as much. It would be mm-hmm. like a, you know, sure. che- a check-in. But just you in general, spirituality, where do you stand on that? Oh, man. Um, That is a journey that I am still currently on. And uh, I would have to say I've had a few major turning points um, over the years that have inched me closer and closer to exploring it, even though it's, I don't don't necessarily want to say it scares me. It's just more of a... you know, maybe not understanding it or how it affects me, I guess. I'm definitely I'm definitely an empath, so that's been a, a it's been a blessing and a struggle over the years with all the people that I've I've come in contact with. And learning how to um I guess manage without <laughs> losing my own Sanity has been really, really rough sometimes. Um, but then the other thing, too, and this is something that you have actually really helped me with, is just trusting myself and listening and paying attention. And I've done it more, and I feel more comfortable doing it and exploring it with you. And that's how a lot of times, you know, if we haven't talked, you know, we'll find like one of us will message each other and be like, hey, what's going on, you know, get out of your head. And you'll be like, what are you doing? Like, how did you know, you know, I'm having a rough day or 
vice versa. You've done it with me. And, um, you know, it kind of gives you that boost, like, you know what? I do need to just listen and pay attention. The signs are there. And you were talking about you were talking about numbers, and I have had numbers. <laughs> I don't want to say haunt me because that makes it sound like negative, but um, I have had that happen really my whole life. Like one 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 has been something that has been a part of my life since I was young, and I just always told myself, "Make a wish." You know, you make a wish when it's eleven eleven, and um, so I always felt special when I would see it, and it was a lot, and then. You know, I've had these weird numbers just in my face. Like 39 has been a weird number for me. 21 has been a weird number for me. But um, over the last couple of years, and I know this is going to be funny and it doesn't mean anything like what most people would think, 420 has been a big one for me. But that one is actually the birthday of somebody that's really close to me. His brother passed away. And that, Mm -hmm. that was his brother's birthday. And after he passed, he... And his best friend and myself, we all traveled together, and we would all see it. And it wasn't just the time. I mean, it was like the change we'd get if we'd pay for food. It was, you know, like a total on a, on a credit card transaction, you know, like just weird stuff. Like, oh, yeah, 420. And we would just kind of freak out and get chills. And, uh, you know, like a parking space number, like when you, you know, put a number in a machine, it's like space 420. So, like, weird stuff like that, you know, you always try and search for the meaning. But you know that lately mine has been 718, which coincidentally is my birthday, which is July 18th. So 7 has always been an important number to me, and 18 has popped up quite a bit in my life. And, um, you know, we have that site now that we can look up on and kind of get a little bit of a peace, peace of mind as to what it means. Um, but I mean, yeah. for me, it kind of confirms like I'm always searching and seeking and I have a lot of changes coming and it's good. It's good things. And I feel good about it. I don't feel like it's haunting me. I feel like it's just a reminder daily that, um, you know, I'm, I honestly, I'm blessed. Like I am, I feel special. So <laughs> that's, kind of where I'm at on my spiritual journey. I'm, I'm learning and I'm excited, but I'm still com- not completely sure of myself. So I'm, I mean, I'm excited um, to see where it goes. And that's exactly why I want to do the radio um, blog too, is that um, I don't know where this concept came from, but I, I also wanted to uh, let you know, I brought my friend Luna on. She's live now too. Are you there? Hi. Yes, I'm here. All right, good, can you hear good. Me? But I, w- I can. Cool. So just before we get to uh, talking, I wanted to say that I was listening to other people on their their radio. Not to, to talk bad. I'm not talking bad. It's just a sense that I picked up is that it got bigger than that. It was um, realizing that it's not just one way anymore. There's this confidence, and this is how it's going to be. But I also realized that. It's not. We're always learning, and Luna said that too. Is you know, once we're done learning, it's life's over. Um, right. To realize that the people that are outreaching, like I want to hear, is sharing with you that I'm a normal person like you. I might know X amount, but I know someone who knows this X amount. But at the same time, I'm no better than you. That's the point of 
you know, connecting with others. Yeah, I agree with that. Luna, how are you? I am well. How are you guys? And I thank you for having me on. Hi, You're welcome. Luna. I'm <laughs> Hi. I'm ex- I'm excited. We were trying to do this for a while. I'm not sure what this means. I think it's a commercial, but it says my live stream is only a, a minute and 20 seconds. We'll figure it out, but I think there's more time. I have 90 minutes. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. Awesome. I've done blog talk. I'm sorry. I've done blog talk before, and it, it, I still don't know what I'm doing when I'm on. So, uh, you know, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's kind of hard. you got to get the hang of it. It's okay. I, I kind of – my whole point of this was to be, um, I guess, I was using the word raw, as in it doesn't have to be this perfect introduction music. This is, you know, conversation right. about, well, this topic was kind of just to set it off of where we stand now. But if you want, I could talk about you, but why not you share about yourself? Where do you stand now? <laughs> um, let's see. Well, you, what do you mean, like who am I kind of deal? Well, yeah, well, you're, you're, we're, um, basically your gifts, who you are for the community, what you're doing now. Okay, so um, I'm a psychic medium. I am a witch. I am a root worker. I'm a voodoo-sant. I guess I could go on and on. I'm a minister. Um, you know, I practice a lot of different types of spirituality, but I guess I would consider myself an eclectic witch as, like, a broader term of, of who I am. Um, I'm a person, you know, I'm a spiritual person. So I like to say I'm a spiritual being having a human human experience. Um, right now, I think my goals, more than anything, is to um, grow uh, spiritually for myself, but also to help others on their path. So I've been doing that a long time, and it's really what my main focus is, is to help other people ex- understand their their spiritual experience and how to kind of gain from it and grow from it themselves as well. So that's where I'm trying to be at now. Um, I have my little metaphysical corner of the world in Marlboro, my shop, and I've been blessed to work with a lot of different people. Right now, one of the new things, well, I've done this before, but one of the new things that I'm doing is I'm working for a company called Ghost Hunts USA, which is a paranormal um, ghost hunting company, and I'm actually teaching metaphysical classes um, before the ghost hunts you know, to people to help them open up their spiritual and psychic, psychic awareness so that it's not just a game to them, but it's being taken more ser- seriously, you know, to kind of respect oh, that's spirit. Very cool. so, yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. I'm really blessed. Um, Tyler Evans owns Ghost Hunts USA, and he's a good friend of mine. He's an amazing medium. And uh, so he's given me the opportunity. I've even done some spiritual team building for um, his organization. And, you know, it's something that I've been doing with another psychic, Willow Diana, who's a local Hudson Valley psychic. And so I'm really excited about that. So basically what I try to do is help people on their journey, kind of like what you guys are doing. And that's great, too, because, well, before I I talk about that, I want to let everyone know that, you you're the, you're the shop I was talking about, and that's where I got connected to to and drawn to. And even though that happened, it's still kind of um, a connection to, of growth and exactly what you're doing. And it's awesome because the other point too is that what works for me doesn't work for everyone else, and that maybe they're meant to be doing you know ghost hunting or maybe they're meant to be doing right. other things. So I think that's very intriguing. Yeah, everybody has a different like 
I think, a different part of their journey. And, you know, sometimes, like, like for instance, I'll give you a good example. When I started out as a psychic, I started out as a rune reader. And, you know, the runes are, you know, some people don't get them. They don't understand what they are. And a lot of people were asking for tarot. And I was, like, not, you know, it wasn't my thing. I didn't, you know, didn't resonate with me. And everybody kept saying, oh, I want a tower reading. So finally, you know, I broke out the cards again, and I started using them again, and then it kind of clicked. And all of a sudden then now, that's what I really do the most, besides my mediumship is, you know, I'm known as a tower reader. And it's funny because it's not where I started. It wasn't even what I liked. So, like, for yourself, you know, this growth that's coming, it, you're going to get back, you know, into what you want to do. Sorry if you hear my dogs barking in the background. <laughs> They're, like, going crazy in the background. But um, the, the thing is that I feel like for yourself, you're going to get back into what you're supposed to be doing. Like, with the reading and stuff, it's hard to connect to people um, in a space like a, a, everybody thinks in a metaphysical shop, reading someone is kind of easy. It's really hard. Um, it takes, I think, a lot of practice. And a lot of times when you sit down, and I have to tell you, the person that you read loved their reading. So really? that's something else. Like, yeah, I told you that they love their reading. So it's like, it's not, I think sometimes we're our own worst critics. And I, I don't want you, I want you to get back on the horse. Like, get back on the horse, man. Don't be, don't be discouraged <laughs> because, you know, I remember the first time I did um, my first, like, major, like, reading thing was at the CIA. I went to the Culinary Institute, and I think I read, like, 60 people. I did rune readings. And it was wow. for some, like, party thing that they did at the Culinary Institute here in the uh, Hudson Valley. Did you go there? I'm not sure. I wasn't sure if you went to the culinary. I went to the Culinary Institute of America. I, I wasn't there when you did that, though. Right, yeah. So th- that's that school, amazing school, right? And so we did that. And I have to tell you, I thought I was going to, like, fall down because it was so crazy, like, doing, like, five-minute rune readings for people. And I have mm-hmm. to tell you that it, 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 it made me stronger reader, and it made me not afraid anymore because it was, like, once you do that, it's like you've kind of, like, broken in. You're like, this, yeah, you're like there yeah. you go. It's crazy. It's crazy, but it's fun. Um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't stop doing what I do for anything in the world. This is my calling. I have degrees, and I've gone to college and all sorts of stuff, but this is what I'm supposed to be doing is, like, a, being a spiritual counselor. And it's something that um, I think that spirit chooses for you. I don't think you choose it. So it's kind of interesting. I agree with that. It was um, mm-hmm. going back to what I was saying before about how life pans out and looking back at it now, there was an example of um, another great friend of mine. Um, I came across during my, it was after a couple of years I was initiated and I lost contact with my godfather. And I wound up being in contact with someone else um, who brought me in contact with him. And we had a, um, a, basically a party. And, I remember asking him, I was like, can you teach me how to be more spiritual? And it's funny also what your soul does because there's things that just come out and you're going, wow, this is really what I needed to do. But long story short, I'm back where I was before but on positive um, connections. And I realized, what if I, if I didn't meet that man, not only would I not have a really good friend because we're in contact all the time, but he was supposed to be there for that time being where – I needed someone to teach me and guide me. And he insists that he didn't, he didn't really teach me. He just opened the door for me. But it's really interesting where life leads you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm, um, I think that, I 
think that we all kind of like find our way. I mean, for me, where my roots are is from childhood. Um, you know, I was raised Catholic, um, but my, my mom was devout Catholic. My dad was, um, he was Protestant, but he was from Scotland. And so from in his like old country upbringing by my grandmother, he learned to read tea leaves. Um, my grandmother was a medium. And she was a witch, for lack of a better word. They called her a midwife because she birthed babies. But really what she was was an herbalist and sort of like, you know, a hedge witch of sorts. And, you know, here in the United States, it's something that, like, once you get here, everybody kind of pushes away and doesn't talk about. And when I came out of the proverbial broom closet, my dad didn't even blink because it was, like, something that, like, people did. You just, you know, you didn't talk about, like, my mom was funny. When I started to say to her when I was really little that I was seeing things, she never ever said to me, what you see isn't real. What she said to me, which I always quote, was that she said was, don't tell the nuns, they'll think you're schizophrenic. <laughs> because she was afraid, like, she was trying to protect me. Because she knew that they would be like, oh, that's not real, that's not right, because people have judgments on what we, you know, think and see and stuff like that. And so I say to children now when I meet them, I say to them, like, you know, what you see, it's not that it isn't real. It's real, but you have to protect what you see. Not everything that we see is for everybody. Like, not all the knowledge that you gain is for everyone. You know, you're going to gain things and have knowledge that you may share with some people, but not with everyone because not everybody's ready for it. You know, and that's one of the things I've learned. It's like you have to know also where to kind of drop the knowledge and, and what knowledge goes to whom which is part, like, like with your teacher, he knew what you needed, and he gave you that, you know, and I've had mm-hmm. teachers that have done the same to me, and then I've had teachers that have said to me, no, I can't teach you that, you need to find that someplace else, and then I've gone out searching for that, so it's kind of interesting how we kind of get to where we're at on our journey, like through the teachers and the, the lessons we get. Absolutely, absolutely. Right now, um, for me personally, before I was going through these transitions where I realized it was a whole list of things that I checked off while I was listening to it. But, you know, you feel like you don't have a purpose anymore. Your career, basically the old me that had the go-to for what I needed to go to for music, for happiness, what I would do to get, you know, distracted on purpose, all these tools, even my, my career were just kind of faded away. And it was this trauma transition of, you know, at first I'm going, what, what's going on? You know, is it just this moment? What happened to me? And basically, you know, realizing that that was done and now this is here, it's bringing in more connections now. Like there's more purpose to life. Not to say there wasn't before, but now that I understand everything and I'm taking it in, all these connections are coming in at the right time, the right place, to the point where I don't even know if I told you this. It was really funny. I got invited to a Christmas party. And it was a, you know, suit, uh, suit and, you know, proper attire. And I'm taking my coat off, and I was being patient for them to, uh, the other people to check their coat in. I get my coat number, and I look at it, and it's 333. And I'm going, oh, man, I'm not even surprised anymore. So without freaking out anymore, I'm looking at numbers, and they're different now. So I'm realizing these connections are coming in more stronger the things that are going through my mind consciously, especially this project, <clears throat> are things that I need to work on where it was more based on other people's opinion or fear, what ifs. Um, there are more conscious commitments, I think they were, where it's just a straightforward, 
agreement with yourself, not just a question. So life is funny in general. It is. It's true. So what what's so what is your goal of like the show that you're p- putting on now? I was reading a little bit about it and it seems a little eclectic, which I love. So is it more to like drop knowledge on all sorts of places for the millennial or is it spiritually well, like mo- centered for all of that? The millennial part was cuz I I was like what am I going to name it? I don't know. And I'm going well, I'm a millennial. And there's a lot of a lot of bad raps about millennials, but I kind of wanted to throw that in there as a twist just to grab attention. But my whole purpose for this is to um, basically come up. There's different topics I would definitely want to touch on, whether it be about, you know, other people's opinion for is the earth flat or um, (laughs) the soul awakening thing, all different Uh subjects, whether it be spiritual, the soul, mediumship, how things come about, what, my point was is to take my my experience, yours, someone else's, and bring it to light on how there's similar connections, but how did you go through it to help others who are maybe listening and don't want to talk about it or they're just looking for help? Sure. Um, or is it trauma? Or is it – there's things that I don't personally, if I don't know the answer for, if it's something that it's really complicated, I'd rather say I'm not sure, let's, you know, let's find out. But – I agree. I was also listening to other people, and I just got this excitement where I found this position where I feel like I'll fit for other people and bring people together. And that, that was the mission, bring people together in topic where it's not just a one-sided conversation or debate. It's open. Mm-hmm. I like and that. That's I where, like that a lot. That's where I want to go with it. That's well, very cool. Also, how this it was also out, to make people laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and we're, me and my friend Maria that's on the line, we were talking about doing a, a, a show similar but more <laughs> dealing with food and just talking about life and then having, having jokes. But we can still do that. But I, I'm, after everything, <laughs> I kind of felt this purpose. So, and life's mm-hmm. crazy. It's just amazing who you'll meet. And alone, you'll never know who you're going to come across on on. The internet. Well, yeah, and no, I mean, true. spirituality, it's, it's such a huge part of your life, and it's becoming an even larger part of my life. So, I mean, and, and I mean, I feel like just listening here, too, with Luna on the line, like you have a better network, which I think is really important when you're exploring and trying to figure things out and just yourself and, and you know, what what certain things mean and, and that's one thing that personally I am lacking in that department. I don't really have a network in that area to understand a lot. You know, I, I talk with you a lot about it and I have been learning a lot, but I think that there are probably a lot of people, you know, like me that maybe haven't even right. come as far as I have, which again really isn't that far, that maybe don't know who yeah. to talk to about it, you know. That's a really good thing to talk about right now, what you just said, mm-hmm. because I get that a lot. I get people that come into the shop and they say, I'm a newbie. I have no idea where to start. And so right. the way that I started, I mean, obviously I was lucky that I had parents that were open, but literally the first thing I did was I started reading. 
um, we have this huge library called um, Internet and the Google, right? <laughs> so there's right, this, like, right. you can Google anything and get all sorts of information. And I always tell people to make sure you get at least three sources on the information because a lot of people copy and paste stuff from other sure. people, and it's not always correct. So I'd rather mm-hmm. you get a book. But if you can't get a book and you can't – because sometimes you have to be in the broom closet. Like if people are in Iowa – and or in let's say the Bible Belt, it's not really easy to go get Wiccan or spiritual nope. books out of the library or witch books or whatever. So you know, right. and there's maybe not a local occult or metaphysical shop to go talk to. So you know, using the internet's a great start. But if you can get some books, you know, great books to start off with are you know just spiritually based books, like books that kind of show you like just about the universe and energy and even philosophy books. Like I I went to college. And I minored in, relig- minored in religion and in philosophy. And I kind of think that's, you know, there's a lot of stuff that you can find out there that kind of kind of expands your mind and stuff like that. But a lot of times, you know, YouTube has, like, great resources. This is a great resource right now, what we're doing right here, the Blog Talk Radio. Um, I used to do Blog Talk Radio many years ago with my friend Oceana at the time, and it was called Get Witchified. So we did a lot of topics on that. Oh, cool. So, and now we're doing, I have a new show called Dark Horse. Um, is it Dark Horse Metaphysical Radio? I can't even remember the name of the new show. <laughs> it's been that long. It's so bad. Because we started it, we kind of, my friend Sharon and I started it, we kind of put it on hiatus because we were so busy. But this, like I said, this is a great resource right here, like your radio show and other radio shows that are similar because there's a lot of information in them. You know, you can Google topics and find all sorts of information on all sorts of uh, spiritual topics. And that kind of gives you the, the start. Like, and then from there you figure out, oh, I'm really interested, let's say, in crystals. And then right. you start, like, researching crystals and you get into that, or I'm really interested in magic or whatever it may be, and you keep going from there. So, like... Honestly, your computer can give you a lot of information, which is awesome, and you don't have to leave your house. Sure. It is. Yeah, um, that's, that's a, that's a great true. subject too, because before, before I, I don't want I keep talking about it because it's such a big t- um, spot for me. Before I felt that in a bad spot, actually in a negative way, I kind of in my own circle thought, well, I don't know why they do. You know, it wasn't in a negative way where I didn't know enough about Wicca or different things that others were doing, but I also didn't feel like, you know, I believe that everyone is different and accepting, accept that of the, um, of their path. But through this, I also realized that the synchronicity were bringing them the diversity into my group and I'm going, Oh wow. Okay. So it's, it's not only diverse, but it's coming into my space. So what I also realized too, that promoted me to do a blog talk radio is that, a lot of people want to run with what they got. And if there's anything that personally I recommend doing is don't just jump the gun. And there's a lot of people that, you know, promote it on social media and they're they're combating each other with comments. And I'm going, but the topic alone is talking about, you know, positive thoughts and they're, Mm -hmm. they're belittling each other. And then I'm realizing, you know, at the same time, this whole aspect is spirituality. So there's a lot of people that want to run with it, but the proper ways to go about it is just following your gut and little by little. Unfortunately, Joe, in the spiritual community at the moment, there's a lot of teachers in the spotlight that are really 
giving us a bad example. For anybody that's a newbie spiritual person on the scene, a new witch on the scene, there's a lot of major names, authors, all sorts of stuff on Facebook, and their example is pretty poor. They're fighting each other. They are um, not really living up to the idea of what, like, a spiritual person is supposed to be living up to. We're mm-hmm. supposed to be setting an example on how to live a spiritual life and how to make better choices. And not, listen, no one is ever going to be 100% positive. We, you know, I cuss like a trooper, but then again, mm-hmm. from what I understand, so did Mother Teresa, <laughs> you know, when she yeah. wanted the poor to be fed. So, you know, well, it, it's deal. just one of those things. <laughs> You know, everybody, you know, we're human, and as humans, we're fallible, but I see a lot of my contemporaries and peers, and I see a lot of people that I hold in high regard, like, really not living up to what they should be, and it's a shame, and then, you know, you're a new person coming in, and you see this, you know, backbiting and infighting and ridiculousness. I mean, if you go and you see all sorts of stuff where, you know, there's a lot of different things, there's talk about, You know, unfortunately, and this is another topic maybe you want to do on another day, but there's a lot of talk also about, like, if you are of a certain color, you shouldn't be allowed to practice certain religions. And it's very controversial. But, you know, I believe spirit is colorblind. And spirit chooses Mm -hmm. us. We don't choose, you know, spirit. So there's a lot of controversy about that. So unfortunately right now there's discord in the pagan community as a whole, in the spiritual community as a whole sometimes. And for new people, it's kind of disheartening, and you don't know what to see, what to believe in. It might make them not want to go near it because of it. So I'm hoping that that turns around soon because we have enough with the outside world kind of coming at Mm -hmm. us. We shouldn't be coming at each other. We should be united, you know, and it's unfortunate, but that's what's happening. I did see it through also um, in in Santeria and the social media, and that it bothers me, one, because, I mean, it's a whole different subject, and it's definitely something, maybe another episode, but I came forth because, you know, as a kid, I remember this moment asking God, like, I know I'm supposed to help people, and I I just, I felt, I knew about this religion for me, it's a separate subject, and I didn't know enough about it, and I was led to it later on, life's funny. But seeing it now is exactly how you were saying it. It's very disappointing. Um, they're talking about whitewashing things. Even though I didn't do it, what they're talking about, it's kind of they're throwing it in my face saying, you know, you, you shouldn't be a part of this because you're not this. Um, and that right. same aspect of yeah. traditional values, that where we came from and why I'm there is because of this and this and this. So they're not looking at it the right way. And at the same time, I'm I'm just trying to avoid – I, I avoided it because I'm here for my heart and helping others, see, not by but that, wisdom, that, wisdom of tools. That's right. where the information comes into play, though, because people are always quick to judge and, and scared of what they don't know. So if they don't right. know and there isn't really a good source for them where they feel like it's a legitimate, you know, response or reasoning or, you know, understanding of something along those lines, then they're just going to have, it's got a negative connotation. Like it's all automatically, it's bad. You know, we don't know what this is and you can't explain it to me. So it's got to be bad. You know, it's it's unknown. Well, well, that's like for me, like a good example of that is when people talk about, um, they say black magic, 
and it gets me yeah. gets my skin going because a lot of people say black magic because they associate that with evil and bad things and honestly black magic has to do with more of the reason that it has a negative connotation has more to do with people's skin color than the actual magic because people of color practice like root work and conjure and voodoo and so Mm -hmm. they gave it a negative connotation and it shouldn't have a negative connotation because it is magic that's um of African, you know, it's from African traditional religions. There's right. a lot of negative connotation with it, and it's not right because there's a racism that goes with that where people say, well, it's quote-unquote black magic. Well, it's not really black magic. Yes, it is because people of color practice this magic, mm-hmm. but it's not negative. It's not evil, and that I try to educate people, and I'm not of African ancestry, although I haven't had my DNA done, so who knows, but yeah. I doubt it. <laughs> but <laughs> Maybe 1%, right? But Either way, I, I respect African traditional religions. I practice African traditional religions. So to me, I don't like it when people go, well, you know, it's black magic. I'm like, no, that's not the correct term. You know, it's an African traditional right. religion. Vodou is not dark. It's not evil, you know, and, and I try to educate people. But unfortunately, that's another thing that people do. They label things, like you said earlier, and make like this connotation to it that's wrong mm-hmm. and instead of mm-hmm. educating themselves because I always tell people you know we live in the gray you know there is no person on earth that's pure good or pure evil even the right. most evil person has a spark of light in them maybe they love their cat or they love sure. I don't know their mother or whatever and every good person might have the dark a darkness in them it's the yin and the yang there's a spot of each color mm-hmm. in each one right, right. So, there's, yeah. That's the balance. So this is the gray. And I tell people, being in the gray, you're going to have a little bit of both. So you have a good angel and a bad angel on your shoulder. But the thing is that mm-hmm. a lot of this has to come with being educated. Like people associate, like, oh, certain types of witchcraft. Oh, it's wrong. It's bad. You don't practice that. And I'm like, you guys need to read and educate because, unfortunately, there are a lot of people that want to point fingers at stuff and say this is wrong, this is wrong, but they don't have the information. And they're making, like you said earlier, judgments that aren't really based in reality. So, you know, that's one of the right. things that I also try to do is educate people about some of these things because there are some really great teachers out there and really great books out there and people that are educating people on this. And so it's important. And I think because, like, you know, you're, you know, you're practicing an African traditional religion, Joe, it's part of, like, to educate people. Because, unfortunately, I think even even some pagans don't understand it and still kind of pass judgment on it because they don't get it. They think there's, you know, all this, you know, sacrifice and stuff in it. And, honestly, when I was in my voodoo house, my mambo said, you know, in Haiti we sacrifice chickens because, you know, we don't have a supermarket to go and, you know, get it. But here you're eating KFC, so you give your spirit KFC if that's what you have. And, you know, I always remember that. Like, you you know, it's like you have to educate yourself, you know, too. So it's like, you know, it's not it's not all that, you know, the way it looks in the movies. People think witchcraft yeah. and these religions yeah, are what you yeah. see in the movies. And, you, you know, we're conform. not turning people into frogs either, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's not we, happening. Uh, before we lose time, I'm pretty sure – uh, we got five minutes left, but I wanted to definitely touch on that by saying, well, before I say it, I don't know. I just had this moment too, a lot of different moments for this, for the, the radio is that I didn't realize how much spirituality has grown within the past 
I don't know, five years. I remember it was like the Food Network. When, you know, all of a sudden there's a <laughs> bunch of shows on TV about the chefs, and mm-hmm. now everyone's practicing or doing something or they're feeling connected, mm-hmm. which is great. You know, follow, <clears throat> follow yourself. And the other thing, too, is about the religion is that the sacrifice part is just you sacrificing your faith. You have to believe. You have to have faith. And that was a hard thing I had to go through recently, too, with um, my traumatic event is that I lost my, my belief in faith for a moment going, why would I have to go through this? I thought I was someone special. I am. We all are in different ways. But life life is right. just, I had to accept too, is works, live life. No, let life live its own path. Um, so with that being said, there's a lot of people that will push around and say that they know one thing or the other and just kind of go do your own research, I guess, if there's anything. But the point of the show also is to say, like, you're not alone. We're we're connected in different ways, whether it be distance around the world or really close. Um, but yeah, it's a very, it's a wild topic. I kind of, I want to save that for a hot one, I guess. The, uh, the, the yeah, that'd be a hot topic. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah and you probably topic. should have like, you should probably have people on that are like into a little bit of everything for that one. So you can get different perspectives too, but you know, thank you for having me and um, giving me the opportunity to speak. It was really fun. No, it's not a problem. I thank you for your your connection, your friendship, and the future. And if anyone wants to connect with Luna and Marlboro at her shop, or are you still on the radio? I am. I'm on K104 on the Woodman in the Morning show. I'm on there where they can get readings um, um, as well. And I have my website, LunaEnchanted.com, that they can find more information about me or on Facebook, Luna Enchanted. And I look forward to uh, having you on conversations later on. (laughs) So I want to thank everyone for listening. And uh, as I said before, it's going to be a raw kind of blog talk radio wants to grow as we grow and showing that it doesn't, you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to have everything down and life isn't always what it seems to be. So I want to show kind of that aspect with this project and help others along with other people, like you said, Luna, um, getting diversity and different views because What's meant for me is not meant for you, and everyone has a different path to live. Yeah. Awesome. Sounds cool. But I thank you and Maria as well. I look forward to um, bringing you you back on and having different conversations. Nice to meet you, Luna. Definitely. Thank you. Until next time.